In the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, uh, it's recorded that Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee with his disciples to visit what's known as the land of the Gerasenes. And the Gerasenes were classes unclean by uh, the Jews of the day because they were swine herders, pig farmers. And so it's a wonder why Jesus went there in the first place. But he did. And while he was there, he apparently cast out a legion of demons of one particular individual, which then went into a herd of swine, which then ultimately ran off the edge of a cliff and they were all killed, which upset the local people, obviously, even though he created a few more followers by doing a few other things as well. Now, the question of demons comes up, because did this individual have a legion of demons or was there perhaps another illness involved. Hi my name is Jerry Sadler and welcome to the Punk Living Journal, the no frills podcast which is raising awareness about living in a more peaceful, unified, nurturing, cooperative way so that we can have a future we can all enjoy and look forward to. <coughs> so excuse me, so as I said uh, uh, you have that, not only that particular account of demons being cast out, it seems like every religion around the world have stories about demons of all shapes and sizes, some with horns, some without, some who are supposed to be like witches, others are sorcerers, long nails, teeth and claws and things like this. Uh, and they're supposed to be sort of entities which can enter into the bodies of us humans and make us do things that we don't want to do. But are they real? That's my question. Are they real? Because when you look through history at certain personalities, you've got Julius Caesar, you've got Van Gogh, and you've got Susan Boyle. And what have they all got in common? They had epilepsy or have in Susan Boyle's case epilepsy and epilepsy can make you foam at the mouth go into uh, into fits you're writhing about on the ground or they can just freeze up as if you're paralyzed and go catatonic you could say in that sense so was it epilepsy then which was being uh, used to vilify these people so that they became known as demons. Is that where these stories actually came from? That would appear so, because if you look at that particular episode that I mentioned with Jesus and this guy in the, in the Gerasene region, he was foaming at the mouth, he was speaking, you know, he, he couldn't be made to be understood, he ran around without clothes, he was violently strong as well, apparently. And he didn't live among people, he lived among the tombs and so on. That is very much a very strong indication of someone with epilepsy. And so what did Jesus do? Did he cure him? Perhaps he just calmed him. Yeah, calmed him down. And perhaps he did heal him or cure him. So I do believe that, that I'm not going to take anything away from Jesus. I do believe he was a great healer. He, he was an, a great energy worker in my, in my opinion. He used maybe a form of Qigong or Reiki or, or some other such of, of, uh, energy 
healing process, he was able to really tap into the universal energy and use that for the benefit of others. I believe that's what he did. And that's why he was able to, to, let's say, cure a lot of people because of that. And it's because they had that faith in him. I mean, Dr. Joe Dispenser and his team are holding workshops based on that, as well as the Heart Math Institute. They hold workshops and, and do uh, uh, experiments, if you like, along those lines, where people who are exhibiting great faith in the power of their, their mind, their bodies, the ability to heal themselves, and they're having some fantastic results. There are instances where people have really sort of cured themselves of, of different ailments, even cancers, apparently, and tumours, things like that, or, or other illnesses, paralysis, and so on. And I believe that works, because the power of the mind is it's unfathomable. We don't know exactly how that all works, and we're still learning. So I believe that is possible, that we can cure ourselves just using our mind. We don't really need drugs and doctors and, and surgery in many cases. Not always, okay, let's get this right, not always, because there are instances where you do. But, you know, a lot of the illnesses and so on are self-inflicted anyway, because we get all stressed out, as I mentioned before, and that causes a lot of illnesses. Or we believe that we have an illness, and then that takes hold of us in, in, in uh, mortifying ways in some ways. I mean, I used to work with a guy who, at the age of 46, after he'd had a bump on the head and started to uh, forget a couple of little things here and there, he started telling himself he had Alzheimer's. And he told himself that because his father, at his age, had Alzheimer's. And you might think, oh, right, it's going to be inherited. No, he brought that on himself by constantly thinking about it and telling himself time after time after time after time they had Alzheimer's and then yes now he has Alzheimer's and he's it's only he's, I don't think he's even 50 yet so it's only a few years ago so the power of the mind it's just as like I said unfundable we bring things onto ourselves because we believe it to be true but that means that we can get rid of things by ourselves, by the power of our minds, by the power of our thoughts, by the power of our heart, the, 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 uh, the brain, other brain cells that we've got clumped together within our body. We've got something like, in the heart, we've got something like 40,000 brain-like cells, which are brain-like because they remember, they act just like normal brain cells. So we can use, tap into all that energy that we have. And let's not forget, we have one heck of a lot of energy in our bodies. We've got 70 trillion cells. Each of those are producing something like 10 point something volts. So we've got over 710 trillion volts of energy within our own bodies, which we could tap into and use to heal ourselves, to bring about better lives for ourselves, to create things into our lives, manifest stuff into our lives for our higher and greater good. And I believe that Jesus was able to tap into that energy and use that energy in that way. And at that time, it was a lot easier, I feel, for people to believe that it was true, that what he was doing, he could, he could heal them because they didn't have the distractions of the internet and social media and all the other distractions that we have today. You know, with all the drugs and things that are around today, the technology and so on that we have today. It, there's no distractions in that way. It's a lot easier in my mind, for, for people to 
believe in such things and to be able to visualize themselves as being whole, as being well. And I've mentioned uh, Dr. Julius Spencer. I've been trying his methods and other methods over the last few years. And I've had some great results in the sense of, because I am a type one diabetic, that I'm managing my diabetes a lot better. But I'm not completely whole. Why not, says you, if you're using all these methods and, and things that he's teaching or others are teaching? Consistency. See, I talked about, you know, distractions. I haven't been as consistent in doing these or using these methods as I should be. I would start off, maybe try, you know, start getting results, and then something would happen to distract me, whether it's a change in work or whether it's a, a change in lifestyle or something else, and that would tail off then, and I would stop. I would stop using these tools. I would stop using the methods that I've been learning, the med even the meditation sometimes. I'd go for long periods of time without even meditating properly. So if you have the belief and the consistency to carry out, you know, there's belief to really believe you meditate every single day. And this is what these people do in uh, Dr. Joe's workshop and so on. They sit and meditate for a full day sometimes, hours on end. And they're really getting right into it and believing, seeing themselves as well people and they're getting fantastic results as a result <laughs> in that sense. And I believe that's how Jesus worked. He helped these people have that belief and to be able to visualize in such a way that they were able to cure themselves, essentially. So yes, he put that energy out there and they used that energy. They were able to tap into that energy, make it part of their own and cure themselves. And I believe that's what happened to that guy, that Gerasene guy, the, the, the guy who I believe was an epileptic. So he was able to believe, because he even asked for help. He had heard about Jesus and so on, obviously, because his reputation had spread far and wide. And he had asked for help. And Jesus gave him that help. He believed he was going to be cured. He did. As a result, I, I, just my opinion, my theory, I believe that the, the energy that Jesus gave off, and perhaps both of them gave off, then spooked the pigs, the swine. And that's why they ran off over the cliff. Or maybe something else spooked them. Who knows? But uh, I don't believe it was, it was uh, demons going into people uh, or going into them that uh, made them run off in, into, uh, well, to the ultimate deaths. So are demons real? I don't believe they are in that sense. Not, not in the sense of other entities possessing people and so on like that. What I do believe is that we do have our inner demons, what I call your inner demons. These are your habits, your limiting beliefs and so on, which are preventing you and all of us from really moving forward and getting the achievements that we want in life. Because we have these ingrained, programmed beliefs, thoughts, ideas, feelings and so on. Whether we call ourselves stupid or, or uh, daft or whether we call ourselves some other unsavoury names because we make a mistake, we beat ourselves up constantly, or we're constantly telling us, oh, my dad or my family member had this disease, I'm going to get it too when I reach that age. That kind of thing is what I would call an, a demon, an inner demon. And we can get rid of those just by reprogramming our minds. But like I said, <laughs> I said just. Yeah, it's not just because it takes work, it takes effort, it takes time, and it takes real, real, real belief. 
So no, I don't believe there are demons in the sense of the biblical sense or religious sense. I think these are probably just superstitions made up to uh, explain certain happenances, happenances, if you call it, you know, that, you know, instances where things have happened and they were unexplained. You know, same as ghosts and things like that, you know, creaking floorboards, it's, it's, it's the house breathing kind of thing. Things that are unexplained, people tend to get very superstitious and call them demons and ghosts and things like that. I don't believe that is the case at all. I believe it's all down to us. We create our own realities through our thoughts, through our beliefs, through our habits and so on. And if we want a healthier, much more fulfilling life, we can create that and manifest that as well. How do you feel? I may have touched a nerve with a few of you, especially if you have certain beliefs yourself. Let me know. Let me know if you agree or disagree. I'll put the, uh, in the show notes, or I'll put down all the different links how you can get in contact with me. And uh, I'll be interested to see what your, your views are. Join my Facebook group, Punk Living. Let's have a, you know, it's a community for everyone who, who listens to this podcast. You know, and share this podcast with your friends and uh, follow me or whatever. And uh, I really look forward to having a conversation with you, you know, and discussing things like this. So I think it is very, very important, especially in the times that we're living in now. So that's it for now. I really enjoyed having a chat with you once again. And I look forward to speaking with you very, very soon.